Topic 53. Novel, tale and poetry in the USA. Melville, Edgar Allan Poe and Whitman. 1. Introduction. This unit aims to provide a useful introduction to the main literary contributions on the novel, short story and poetry in the United States in the 19th century. The literature of the time was both shaped by and reflected the main social, economic, political, cultural and technological conditions of this period. Herman Melville, Edgar Allan Poe and Walt Whitman are three major figures in novel, short story and poetry respectively. Melville reflects the situation of adventure within colonial travelling and the moral duality between good and evil of the first colonist. Poe represents the birth of mystery fiction within the atmosphere of the time. And finally, Whitman would glorify both physical and spiritual life, and would account for the political situation of America and its democracy within the previous and following years of the Civil War. 2. Historical background In the middle of the 19th century, white Americans of the North and South states were unable to balance fundamental differences in their approach to government, economics, society and African-American slavery. After the Civil War, America experienced an accelerated rate of industrialization, mainly in the northern states. Reconstruction and its failure left southern whites in a position of firm control over its black population, denying them their civil rights and keeping them in a state of economic, social and political servitude. One of the issues that divided American society was slavery. Though Jefferson had abolished foreign slave trade in 1808, he did not interfere with internal trade. The growing conflict between North and South was heightened by the condemnation of slavery by the newly elected Republican President Abraham Lincoln in 1860, rejected by the Southern states. In 1863 Lincoln abolished slavery and in April 1865 the Southern forces surrendered. The Reconstruction era was followed by the Gilded Age. This refers to major growth in population in the US and wasteful displays on wealth and excessive opulence of America's upper class during the post-Civil War and post-Reconstruction era. With regards to American literature, during the 19th century develops new patterns of writing and starts to be recognized in the continent as a literature with a personal identity and quality. Many authors felt like it was their responsibility to create a new kind of literature which could represent their country. Therefore, they gradually abandoned European models and started writing about American themes and interests. However, there was a still a great group of writers who did not want to break with British literary traditions as they claimed that America lacked experience. As a consequence, the literature produced in the 19th century in America is kind of a melting pot. In this unit, we will analyze three key figures of this period, Melville, Poe and Whitman. 3. Herman Melville Herman Melville was born in New York City in 1819. A family business failure and the death of his father made him leave school and take various jobs, as a clerk, a farmer and a teacher. When he was 18, he became a sailor and sailed for Liverpool, and some years later for the South Seas. Conditions aboard were intolerable, so Melville jumped ship at one of the Marquesas Islands, where for a month he was a guest of the Taipees, a cannibal tribe. He escaped the island and aboard an Australian whaler he arrived in Taipei. He made his way to Hawaii and enlisted in the US Navy. His sailing career ended soon after and he began to write novels using his sea experiences as basis. 3.1 Works The Importance of the Sea 
His personal experience in a variety of vessels and whalers was part of his education. The experience was something that made him different from the other writers of his time, who also found the sea a rich source of metaphor. The sea was for him not only a metaphor, but it was also a real highway, along with the real men that earned their living. Taipei pleased a public that was growing tired of travel narratives and sea yarns by presenting a fresh and exciting story couched as an autobiography. And in fact, though some of the material was the product of Melville's imagination, he did not seem to regard the book as a novel. He equips the story with a map and adds documentary chapters. Taipei is the first of the five novels that preceded the great Moby Dick. However, it would be wrong to consider them as simply creative stages that led to it. Taipei is an account given in the first person of the adventures of a young American who, with a companion, jumps ship. The two find themselves among the cannibal Taipees. His companion is able to leave, but the main narrator is compelled to remain with the tribe. The key point of the novel is the contrast between the devices of the Western civilizations and the virtues of other supposed barbarous civilizations. In Omo, the following book he published, he takes up the narrative where he left it in Taipei, with the escape of his hero. Omo reinforces the public's view of Melville as a writer. Marty, which followed hard on his heels, was another matter. Marty is an overstrained book, confused in aim. The story in Redburn goes back to Melville's first ocean voyage as a merchant boy on the merchant ship St. Lawrence. After this first novels, we find the great among the greatest Moby Dick. Most critics would agree that this is the greatest American novel, although the story is very simple. Ishmael joins the crew of the whaler Pequot in Nantucket. The purpose of the voyage is to search out and kill Moby Dick, a legendary white whale who in a previous voyage had shit off the captain's leg. Symbolism plays an important role in this book. Moby Dick was a crucial novel that very well summarizes Melville's complex view of life, the struggle between man and nature, and his pessimistic way of understanding that fight. After a brief period of great popularity, Melville lost all contact with the public world. From Moby Dick onward, he lives and wrote in a kind of absolute silence. The 1850s were the worst period of his life. He was permanently in debt and with a growing family to look after. He wrote Pierre in 1852, an unsuccessful projection of the author's alienation from America. A few years before the Civil War, Melville turned from prose to poetry. Among his verse work, we can name Clarel and Timoleon in 1891. Last of all came the novel Billy Boot, written in 1891 and published in 1924 after his death. He returns to the setting of a ship where a handsome young sailor is unjustly accused of plotting mutiny. The story raises questions of the relationship between man's law and God's law, between mercy and justice, between the individual case and the larger social good. 4. Edgar Allan Poe Edgar Allan Poe was born in Boston in 1809. He was the son of an English-born actress and an American actor. After their death, Poe was taken into the home of a wealthy merchant and his wife, the Allen family. Poverty forced him to join the army. He published a book of poems, Tamerlane and other poems. Back at home, as an editor, he made a name as a critical reviewer and married his young cousin Virginia. Virginia's early death was the beginning of Poe's moral and physical decay. He took to drinks and drugs and died very young. 4.1 Poetry 
Poe's first three published volumes were all of poetry, but he also devoted to poetry at the end of his life. Al-Araf includes, in addition to the title poem, several shorter poems. Al-Araf is the Muslim term for limbo. It's the spiritual heaven of the poet, where ideal platonic beauty is apprehended directly instead of being adulterated in the thing of earth. The third volume of poems published by Poe was Poems, which contained some of the best lyrics, to Helen and Leonor, for example. The Raven and Other Poems is a revision of earlier pieces. The Raven is Poe's best-known poem. The theme is one more the death of a beautiful woman. 4.2. Tales. Although Poe wished to be thought of primarily as a poet, his short stories brought him a far greater fame. His short stories are usually divided into tales of horror or tales of visioning. In tales of horror, these tales are usually told by a psychopathological narrator. Poe uses all the gothic devices to show the inner thoughts of characters. We can subdivide his tales of horror into the following groups. Murder stories. Two examples are the black cat and the cask of the amontillado. In these stories, both murderers do not feel after their deed any remorse or moral compunction. Poe is more interested in the psychology of the criminal than in his sense of morality. Stories of love and marriage. His most famous tale is Ligeria. The narrator, after his beloved wife's death, married Lady Rowena, who is only interested in his money. And stories of death, such as the fall of the house of Usher, or the Mask of Death. Tales of Reasoning. On the other side, Poe stands out for a close observation of mimic detail. His power of ratiocination suggested to him the analytical tales. He created the formula of the detective story. In fact, he created the first detective in literature, called August Dobton, who appears in his three main stories, The Murders in the Rue Moore, The Mystery of Marie Roget, and the purloined letter. It's impossible to study all of Poe's production. Suffice to say that he still fascinates us because he discovered the mystery of everyday life and the philosophy of anxiety. 5. Walt Whitman. He was born in New York in the 17th century. He attended public school and began working soon, learned the printing trade and became a journalist. At 17 he was teaching and writing for newspapers. In his 20s he edited a newspaper in New York. The following years, he worked as a printer, with occasionally literary excursions. It was not until 1855 that his first characteristic work, Leaves of Grass, appeared. The first edition contained 12 poems. After the outbreak of the Civil War, Whitman volunteered as a nurse. The results of his experiences were given in the verse Drump Taps, among other works. Oh Captain, My Captain is an extended metaphor poem about the death of American President Abraham Lincoln. The captain represents the assassinated president. The ship represents the war-withered nation following the Civil War. The prize won represents the salvaged Union. In his later years, he retired to New Jersey, where he died. 5.1. Leaves of Grass Whitman was a great innovator in American literature because he is prophetic and his influence on many 20th century poets is evident. Leaves of Grass is the first genuine American epic poem. Leaves of Grass is the title under which all of Whitman's poetry was published. Nine different editions were published during the poet's lifetime. It grew from the original volume of 12 works to 
to an edition of over 300 works. Most of the poems are about a man and nature. However, a small number deal with New York and the Civil War. He wanted his poetry to be for the common people, but ironically it was ignored by the general public. The first edition in 1855 was given to the poetic manifesto later to be titled Song of Myself. It is the most representative of Whitman's poetry and his longest poem. In 1856, the second edition contained revisions of the poems and new ones. The third edition of 1860 added two important clusters of poems under the heading of Calamus and Children of Adam. Other important poems are Drum Taps, Sea Drift or Passage to India. 6. Conclusion Melville, Poe and Whitman contributed to literature extensively. Melville's novels constitute a clear example of the main themes developed by American writers. Poe was a pioneer in his study of psychology, being the master of the short story of psychological effects. Finally, Whitman is the most unconventional of writers. He symbolizes variety and innovation. These important writers have been considered some of the most brilliant in English literature. In this world of internet and globalization, our students' knowledge of literature will make them understand the world and value their own culture. Working with a variety of literary texts, selecting those which best suit our students' interests and level will increase their motivation and improve the development of their skills, including the skill critical thinking. It will be useful to acquire vocabulary and grammar. As part of the reading encouragement plan and the linguistic project, our students will read some graded readers during the course to practice extensive reading, being some of the titles proposed classical fiction works as Moby Dick or Tales of Mystery and Imagination by Poe. They have many film adaptations that can be useful in our lessons.